You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles, but follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. On today's show, we're going to recap and reset the MLB hot stove, because it's very important for Kansas City that we do that. Not only is Kansas City right now in the midst of a 14-1 run for Kansas City and the Chiefs, and they're getting ready to try to defend that Super Bowl title in the postseason, so maybe you have not tuned into baseball, but there are some corresponding moves that teams have made, like the, like the Padres, uh, that greatly impact Kansas City and what they do the rest of the way this offseason. So we can start there. With, with the Padres. The Padres are setting the world on fire. You should go listen to Locked On Padres because Javi is just having a huge, huge day. A huge week, really. And his shows have been on fire. They've been funny. They've been fun. So go listen to Locked On Padres. So whenever you look what the Padres are doing right now, obviously they're getting the big names, right? They're making the big splashes. They're doing what I've asked baseball to do for so long, and that is just be entertaining and be fun. That's on one aspect of this team in this trade. The other aspect of this trade from the Rays' perspective is everything that's wrong with baseball. So you get you get best of both worlds uh, in the sense of talking about this topic, right? You have, on one hand, the Slam Diego Padres who are just so electric and so fun and just want to go for it want to, and want to make baseball this amazing thing and, and want to go win the World Series. They want to pay what it costs to win. They want to cash in their farm system. They want to do everything right. They have, the, they have the top farm system in baseball, and it's time to turn that into MLB-ready players who can help us win today. They want to go challenge the Dodgers. They don't look at the Dodgers the way that everyone else does in, in baseball. And even some AL teams look at the Dodgers this way. Well, they're just going to win the championship anyway, so who cares? Why even bother? They're not doing that. They're going for it. And they're in the Dodgers division. I still think the Dodgers win that division. But the fact that the Padres are even going for this is very important. Just like you should go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, get 20% off your next order. It's a protein bar, but it tastes just like a candy bar. So I think that really you should admire what the Padres are doing because they are trying Unlike most teams, they're trying. And, and not just trying in the margins the way that, say, Kansas City is with signing Mike Miner and signing Michael A. Taylor and signing Carlos Santana. Sure, they make you better, absolutely. And and there is a spot for praise in that, and we've done that a ton on this show. But it got you from going from last place in this division to going to third place. Still a jump, and, and still a pretty big jump, I think, because I think that the product you're going to see on the on the field for Kansas City this year is so much different than what you've seen in, in years past. It'll be so refreshing to watch competitive baseball, fun baseball. It, it, it might not and probably won't result in the postseason, but it will result in being able to watch this team, being able to sit down and watch this team and enjoy watching baseball from game one to game blank, whatever it ends up being, 162, 150, 60, whatever it is going to end up being, you're going to be able to enjoy Kansas City baseball for the entire time. That is a huge improvement for Kansas City. But not only 
are the Padres getting better on the margins? They're just going for it. They're simply trying to get better overall and push all in for Blake Snell. Push all in for you, Darvish. While the Rays, who just go to the World Series, they're dismantling their team. They're trading away Blake Snell. They're moving on from Kevin Kiermaier, you know, trying to at least. They're, they're moving on from Jose uh, Alvarado. They are just totally out of this now. They've traded Nate Lau. They're, they're totally out of this. And eventually, for the Rays, these moves catch up to you. You cannot win every trade. Just like you cannot win every game in baseball. Just like you can't hit a home run every at-bat. GMs are the same way. You cannot win every trade. You're bound to lose. Eventually, your guys can't fix what's broken, right? Eventually, it's not always going to be, well, this guy was just so underutilized in that system. That system just cannot grow talent. Look, the Padres are a very respected organization in their player, player development department and their minor league system. I feel pretty confident that if they're willing to part ways with their with their prospects, they kind of know more than the Rays know. But maybe the Rays can pull this out of their hat again. I'm just saying that eventually it's going to catch up to them, and this cost-cutting measure only is beneficial if you're going to spend money, right? And part of that is not the, is not the Rays' fault because no one's going to sign in Tampa Bay on the free market. So if you're going to use these cost-cutting measures and you're going to save all this money, eventually you've got to pay somebody. And the only player they've really paid is Evan Longoria, who they, again, traded to San Francisco. Now, that was a good trade. It was the right time to make that move. But still, you didn't even live up to the length of that contract. So the cost-cutting measures and being the cheapest team in baseball is good on one hand, but again, it has to result in winning. It just does. Now, for me personally, I don't like Blake Snell. You, you kind of know that. I, I don't think that he's that good of a pitcher. I don't think that this move... Um, in the sense of, I don't think that they're getting an ace. What I will say is, though, the Padres are so good that Blake Snell is going to be their three this year. And then next year with Clevenger back, he's going to be their four. And Blake Snell is your three or four. It's a hell of a rotation. And that is a hell of a team. So for the Padres, they're going to get a much better player than what you saw in Tampa Bay because they're not going to ask him to do too much. And what I think is going to be surprising is, is in all of this, you're going to see the Rays were right. In the sense of how you manage his innings. But... From the simple trade aspect, it's got to be demoralizing to see a World Series team just get stripped away. And maybe the Royals should have done this, right? I mean, clearly, that core in 2015 could not duplicate their success in 2016 and 2017. So instead of losing, you know, Hosmer and, and Kane for nothing, maybe they should have traded them at, at the all-time high. At the all-time high of the 2016 offseason, you know, the 2015 offseason into the 2016 season. Maybe they should have been that ruthless. But I just don't like the return that Tampa Bay is getting. I think that they're going to take a major step back. I mean, they've lost Charlie Morton. They've now lost Blake Snell. This is not a very good team right now. I mean, they can call up Shane Baez. They can you know, try, try their very best to piece together rotation at this point. But... I think it's clear they're going to have some issues in that AL East because the Yankees lineup is still deadly. The Red Sox lineup, no matter what their pitching staff looks like, the Red Sox lineup is deadly in itself, and they might be able to score enough runs to, to, to outperform their pitching. The Jays lineup is really good, and they might even add DJ LeMayhew. They might even add George Springer or whoever or, or get a big-name free agent is what I'm saying. So the Rays take a massive step back in this trade. Now, that's got to suck for their fans, what little fans there are. But for the Padres, again, I like this move. 
they're being fun. They're being exciting. They trade for you Darvish as well. And what I like about this is that they've covered themselves. Look, you, you can, you can really um, dissect Darvish and Snell. And you can say some damning things about both of them. But if you want to play the odds, which is what baseball is all about, it's about playing the odds. If you want to play the odds, I am confident that one of Darvish or Snell will pan out this year. You've covered yourself. One of them is going to have a good year. And eventually you're going to have to call up McKenzie Gore, who is this phenomenal top pitching prospect. Best pitching prospect in baseball. That becomes a really fun team. I mean, it just just becomes a really, really fun team. They already were a fun team, but now their rotation is going to have Paddock and Lament and Darvish and Snell and eventually, you know, McKenzie Gore. And then you're going to have Clevenger into the mix, not this year, but next year as he's done with Tommy John surgery this year. I'm so excited to watch Padres baseball. And I was already excited to watch Padres baseball, but now even more so, obviously. And it's so good that to see a team like this, right? We're in the middle of a pandemic and baseball has lost a ton of money, but the Padres continue to go for it. And why that's important is because the Padres, again, did not have to do this in the sense of fan interest. If I'm excited for Padres baseball, I guarantee you anyone in the West Coast or on the West Coast was also excited. Anyone that was going to be even in the reach of their demographic and their fan base was excited about next season. So they could have just parlayed this playoff run, this Slam Diego run into next year, made no moves and still had a happy fan base and still generated more money and still had fans in the stands. They could have done that. But instead, they're going to continue to improve their team, which you cannot say for a lot of other teams around baseball. I mean, the Cubs are having a fire sale. The Rays are having a fire sale. So for the Padres to keep improving their team is pretty interesting. It's pretty good for them. But again, I think that, you know, Snell is not a number one, in my opinion, he's not a number two, but you slot him at three, you slot him at four, slot him at five, his value continues to go up and up and up. I would like to see the Padres get more bullpen help. I mean, you know, bring back Trevor Rosenthal or something like that. I would like to see them get more bullpen help. But other than that, I like their team. Now, they did make one move that was not you, Darvish, and was not uh, Blake Snell. That dramatically impacts Kansas City, which we'll talk about soon. But first, I want to tell you about good friends over at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the one place that has you covered for all of your betting needs, and it's the one place that we trust. Betonline.ag has all of your needs for your football betting for college football as they head into bowl season. Got some great games today and tomorrow and all throughout bowl season leading up to the college football playoffs. They got all of your NFL lines and, and the playoff We'll be here before you know it. We'll see the Chiefs in a couple of weeks start their march to another Super Bowl, and you can bet on them all the way at betonline.ag. And then in a couple of, you know, four or five weeks, you can start betting on the World Series odds. What if if Kansas City, throw a couple of dollars on Kansas City to win the World Series at like plus 10,000? That'd be pretty sweet. I mean, might as well. Why not? It's just a couple of dollars. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Do not forget to use our promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, it's the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use our promo code Locked On. Get a 50% welcome bonus. 
It is a immaculate website that has all the lines you could ever need. The NBA is in full swing as well, so check them out and bet on some some games and prop bets and over-unders and things like that. BetOnline.ag, promo code locked on, 50% welcome bonus in your deposit, in your account as soon as you sign up. BetOnline is your online sportbook expert. So I also want to tell you about our good friends over at BuiltBar.com. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. You're going to get 20% off your next order. Built Bar has amazing flavors because it's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You can have the caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, as well as the 12 original flavors, which of those 12 original flavors, my favorite was the banana nut bread, but of the new flavors, I am in love with cookies and cream. The Bill Bars are soft and easy to chew with 100% real chocolate on the outside. They are great for the conscious person to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Uh, they're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Get yourself some today by going to BillBar.com using promo code LOCKEDON, getting 20% off your next order. That is promo code LOCKEDON and 20% off your next order. Go check them out. Again, BillBar.com. So the Padres did not just add pitching as we're back on the Locked On Royals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. And I want to tell you to go check out Locked On Bets. Betting on the MLB or NFL or NBA does not have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wager. Subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast from. They even have uh, segments about college basketball. So if you're a big Jayhawks fan or Missouri Tigers having a great season, Kansas State, eh, not so much, check them out and they'll let you know how to win some money while you're watching these sporting events. So I, I want to start here with the Padres again about how they haven't just made pitching improvements, right? They have they have gone out and improved their infield as well. And as they sign a shortstop, it is beneficial to Kansas City that they did that because Kansas City, as we mentioned before, is in the running for Jerickson Profar. And it seemed as though at the time, I mean, again, this is a week ago, but a week ago, it seemed like it was between the Royals and the Padres for Jerickson Profar. And the Padres just signed a shortstop. So I, I don't think that the Padres, who just signed a middle infield, they were going to do it again with Jerickson Profar. So Kansas City can now swoop in and get Profar. And if they do that, I think that signing Jerickson Profar, it'll signify that this team truly wants to win. Because if you sign Jerickson Profar, you're going to play Jerickson Profar. And if you're going to play Jerickson Profar, you're going to play him at second base. And that takes out Nicky Lopez, who I like a lot. I like Nicky Lopez a ton, but he's not a good hitter. He's an awful hitter. And so if you take out Nicky Lopez from that lineup and you put Jerickson Profar in, your infield is Perez, Santana, Profar, Mondesi, and Hunter Dozier. That is an all-star third base, an all-star catcher, an all-star first base. That is a guy with immense potential who had a hot streak to end the year at shortstop and a non-black hole in the in your lineup in Jerickson Profar at second base. Whereas if you had Nicky Lopez, that would be a black hole at second base. And then your outfield becomes one of Cordero or Olivieras in left, Michael A. Taylor in center, and Whit Merrifield in right. The only black hole out there is going to be, of course, Michael A. Taylor, who has never hit at a big league level, will never hit at a big league level, and is an all-around bad signing because all he provides is just good defense in center field, which 
you can get a lot of other places, especially with what this minor league system has with Kyle Isbell, Khalil Lee, Nick Keith. Again, getting to slide over whoever the odd man out is in left field, whether it be Olivieras or Cordero. But then to round out your lineup, you also have Jorge Soler looking for a bounce back year at the DH spot, who has immense power and does have hitting potential at the big league level. So getting pro four, to me, would would make the talk go from, okay, Matheny, we get it. You want to win the division. You want to make the playoffs. Continue to tell me more and more about this. To, oh, damn. Kansas City really does want to want to go for this. Now, are they going to be successful? Who knows? But they're really trying to go for this. If they legitimately bail on Nicky Lopez, right or wrong, bail on Nicky Lopez this early and just say, screw it, we want to try to make the playoffs, which we expect to be expanded, but who knows with baseball and their weird you know, negotiations that they're going to have with the players coming up. But that would mean to me that they're going to go for it. That would be pretty fun. So the Padres are now out of the running for Jerickson Profar, you would assume. And so that leaves the door open for Kansas City to swoop in and grab Jerickson Profar, who was once thought of as like the top prospect in baseball. Everyone loved this guy, especially around Oklahoma and like Texas with, with the Rangers. And at that time, their farm system was in Oklahoma City. Their AAA team was in Oklahoma City. So I heard a lot about how great Profar is going to be. Obviously, has not lived up to that hype yet, but he's started to turn his career around here recently. So good for him. Would like to see him in Kansas City. Who knows? We'll keep you updated on Lockdown Royals, the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. We're at three days a week right now for the offseason, but we're going to ramp back up when pitchers and catchers report for spring training. So we'll see you tomorrow on Locked on Royals. Be good and be good to one another.